0: This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This, this little, little light, light of, of mine, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Ciao, and welcome to Italian Lessons. In the United States of America, there are 17.8 million Italian-Americans. My family is one of those families that came here. My great-grandfather, Cafiero Bargagna came here at the end of the late 1800s. He came from outside of Florence, Italy. I'm super proud to be an Italian-American. I'm super grateful for my heritage. I'm super grateful for my grandfather, Albert, and everything that he taught me and the things that I continue to learn. I'm super grateful to everyone in that part of my family that worked so hard and survived so many hardships that I'm just now learning about. October happens to be Italian-American Heritage Month as we launch this podcast, Italian Lessons, I'm super grateful to the Italian American Museum of Los Angeles. They have a really wonderful YouTube channel and a Facebook page and an Instagram. Please check them out. They have a lot of wonderful programming even happening now during the pandemic. I just attended a wonderful event about Sacco and Vanzetti, the big trial that happened just about 100 years ago almost now. It's a great video. Check out their YouTube channel the Italian American Museum of Los Angeles. You can find out more at imla.org. I-A-M-L-A dot O-R-G. I am dot org. After you have heard this podcast, if you are inspired to donate to the Italian American Museum, I would greatly appreciate it as an Italian American living in the city of Los Angeles. In this podcast series, we will be discussing the Italian language, learning Italian together, and discussing the heritage of my ancestral homeland, Italy. In this episode, we'll be talking about the word lion. The word lion is significant because I am a Leo. I'm a stellium Leo. The sun, the moon, Venus, Mercury, and the midhaven were all in Leo when I was born. I've got a lot of Leo energy, so if I seem intense sometimes, that's why. There's a lot of fire burning inside of me. I'm very passionate about lions. I love lions. I love cats. I love felines. I'm really drawn to cats. I really love the way they they act. So as I've been thinking about words, lion was definitely one of the words that I wanted to explore. If you have a word you'd like to explore and you'd want to reach out, please reach out and I'd be happy to learn about the word and do some research and feature it on an episode of Italian Lessons from Real Good Stuff. Welcome to Italian Lessons. We'll be discussing the word lion today. Lion, we all know that's a noun, and it's an animal. In Italian, like a lot of romance languages, there is a masculine and a feminine. So, like in Portuguese and Spanish and also Italian, there's a masculine and feminine of a lot of the words. Lion is one of those words. The masculine version of lion is leone. Leone L E O N E Leone L E O N E Leone Leone The feminine version is leonessa 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 L E O N E S S A L E O N E S S A leonessa, L-E-O-N-E-S-S-A. L-E-O-N-E-S-S-A. leonessa. Now you'll notice the leone has the grazie, the same ending of the E. So it's got that same kind of E ending. Leone, grazie. The Leonessa, the feminine, has an ESSA suffix. Now that's really common. So like professoressa, leonesa, there's lots of words. Professoressa is professor, the feminine of professor be thinking about that right this this pattern this this essa pattern this essa is going to pop up a lot and especially in the the feminine versions of the word so leone and leonessa leone and leonessa one of the things that i learned in this process of the research is women lions the female lions, the, the women lions, they they do the hunting cooperatively. I did not know that. I thought that was fascinating. I also thought it was really fascinating as I began doing research that cave lions were indigenous to Italy, but went extinct right about like twenty years like before Common Era. So they went extinct in that area a long time ago which I would think they would kind of be equated to kind of like a little bit of like a mountain lion. They weren't like the lions that we would think of in Africa and places like that. The Romans brought lions into their Colosseums. That was a big part of their, it wasn't just lions. There were other animals that would rip people apart for sport in these big Colosseums. They would take Christians and other people in and infidels, whoever they thought was not obeying the law. It's not funny. I shouldn't laugh at it. They would stick them in these coliseums and they would laugh and rip them apart. I mean, we think we're a violent culture. I mean, think about that. You're going to watch people literally get ripped apart by a wild animal and cheer and thinking that that's fun and that's what you do for sport as the ruling class. It was a very weird, weird culture they lived in. But they would ship these lions and the emperor would pay for these lions to be brought into Italy. Well, time passes, right? And and there's Leones and Leonesses all over, you know, Italy being kept apparently in cages, right? Which is like super like sad to me, like super sad. Something happens. And the city of Florence, Florence outside of Florence, Italy is where my family is from. And around the year 1280 the Florentines, kept a real lion in a cage. According to a legend, there was a lion that escaped and snatched a child, but gave it back unharmed to its mother. Since then, lions have been seen as a symbol of good luck for the city of Florence. Now, as many as 24 lions were kept there until 1550, so from 1280 to 1550 there were 24 lions that were kept there if you know anything about the medici family the medici family was the merchant family in florence that is given credit with starting the renaissance now there's a lot of research coming out around that that they didn't actually start it that this was other like thought that had been around and of course i don't think anything is you know you read the Bible and Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun, Solomon said. And I really believe that to be true. The Medici family had the cages dismantled and new ones were built. This was the 1500s. So they were keeping lions in cages, basically like as symbols of protecting the city, right? In the city of Florence. The city where my family's from, right? I'm a stellium leo. This is a big deal to me. In 1770, the custom of exposing lions in the city was abandoned. In 1770, they basically like banned that practice of caging up lions in the city. But what has survived is statues. Now, there's the Medici lions, and there's all sorts of these lions around the city of Florence. The Marzocco lion, that protects the city of Florence. And this is now what these these lions, these Marzocco, M-A-R-Z-O-C-C-O, Marzocco, Marzocco lions, protect the city of Florence. And these Florentine lions can be found all over the world now. And the city of Florence is famous for this lion legend and the lions protecting the city. The word for today is leone and leonesa, lion. Now again, a lot of words in Italian have a masculine and feminine. So keep that in mind. Leone is the masculine for lion. Leone, leone, l-e-o-n-e. Leonessa is the feminine for lion. L E O N E S S A. A lot of the feminine words in Italian have E S S A on the end. So keep that in mind as we're learning Italian. That's going to come in helpful. Thank you so much for listening to Italian lessons. If you'd like to donate to the Italian American Museum of Los Angeles, you can learn more about them at imla.org. I'm Scott Clapson. Thank you so much for listening to Italian Lessons. If you have a word that you would like us to explore and its significance in Italian culture, reach out, Scotty Appleseed, on social media and scott at realgoodstuff.org. You can learn more by going to our website at realgoodstuff.org. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Ciao. This little